0: Hi, welcome to Muscle Planting, a podcast about everything fitness from the scope of two physiotherapy students and fitness coaches.
1: Join us as we talk about the science behind movement, exercise, nutrition, and
0: some other stuff. I'm Babak Azarian. And I'm Lucia and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Welcome to the Muscle Planting Podcast. Today is our first episode, and we're going to be talking about some interesting stuff I hope you're having a lovely day and I hope listening to this podcast will make it a little bit more interesting. So, to get started, today we'll be talking about proteins and protein supplementing. And the other topic will be finding good and good quality workouts on social media.
1: Let's start from the protein powders because I feel that's the first thing that everyone thinks about when someone who works out talks about protein
0: definitely yeah
1: okay so there are different types of protein powder around but the most well-known is whey protein right so where does whey protein come from from milk exactly so milk typically has let's say uh 80 percent casein and 20 percent whey but why is whey the most well-known protein powder around well it's because it's relatively cheap compared to other protein types protein powders let's say and it's almost 100% available so if do you have a question
0: Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, uh, in case someone who's listening doesn't know what bioavailable is, because I did not know about it for quite some time.
1: Right. So, let's talk about bioavailability then. Mm -hmm. So, basically, when you see uh, on the label of foods that, for example, that product has 50 grams of protein, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to absorb 50 grams of protein out of that product yeah you could be absorbing as low as maybe 20 grams in some cases depending on the food that you're eating so the bioavailability basically means how much of the protein that we are consuming is gonna be able to get uh absorbed by your body and used so whey protein has almost 100% availability. So if you drink 20 grams of protein powder, I mean, it has some other stuff in it, but it usually says the protein content on the label. You're going to get exactly that much mm-hmm. protein yeah, and you're going to absorb all of it.
0: So as you said before, the whey is filtered and there's three types of whey that can be filtered.
1: Right? So the amount of filtration is different.
0: Yes, the amount of filtration is different for each. Right. So these three types are way concentrate, whey isolate, and whey ice is- hydrolase. <laughs> hydrolase, yeah. <Right. laughs> um so the difference basically is just how much uh carbs or lactose and fat is filtered out and how much protein is left inside and depending on the protein amount will tell you how quickly it gets absorbed in the body. The differences I say would are very small, but it's it it could vary between like thirty minutes to three hours how quickly they get absorbed. Um whey isolate and whey hydrolase get absorbed a lot quicker than whey concentrate.
1: Exactly. And then the other way, the other milk protein is casein. And there's, they are similar in their protein profile. We could say they're both complete proteins. And if you have one, you don't necessarily need to purchase another unless you just want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you want to really fine tune your diet. The m- biggest difference between the two is the duration of digestion casein takes much longer and it would spike up your anabolic state in like three to four hours uh, and the whey spikes it up around half an hour we could say so that's one of the biggest differences and there has been a lot of studies done and still to this day I'm not 100% sure if actually whey protein helps you be in an anabolic state much more than casein Or that there's not much of a difference. But people usually use whey protein to build muscle. Mm -hmm. And they use casein to maintain muscle. Mm -hmm. Uh, So during the night, before going to sleep, a lot of people tend to drink casein to be able to maintain the muscle and their protein production or synthesis. Um, But you can also eat something. If you eat something you're going to have the same effect. So you don't necessarily need the casein unless you want to have a higher protein consumption on that day.
0: So there's two things I want to comment on this. Uh, the first one will be the eating. Right. You definitely do not want to be consuming all of your big amount, like your daily big protein during the night because that's not the smartest idea. There's plenty of research to prove that you want to divide your protein throughout the day.
1: Absolutely. And you don't need to... Drink protein powder at all if you're able to get your protein out of your food anyways.
0: Yeah, and then the second thing that I wanted to mention was that I read a study that was analyzing the effects of drinking casein before bed with an exercise program in the evening and without. Right. And just drinking casein before bed does increase muscle synthesis, like muscle synthesis does happen during the night, but there's a 37% increase of muscle, muscle synthesis if you exercise in the evening and absolutely. take casein, 30 grams of casein. So you were saying that not everyone is required to take like protein powder.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: It's okay if you get, I mean, it's perfectly even better if you get all your protein from your diet.
1: If your uh, goal is to lose weight, the ratio you're getting uh, between your protein to uh, the amount of calories you're consuming is a very, very good ratio if you're drinking whey protein. So you're going to get 20 grams of protein, let's say, uh, drinking around 100, 110 calories. Mm -hmm. So that's an amazing way to get a protein in. But... To get the nutrients that you need on a daily basis, having actual food is an amazing like it's it's a must. You can't just dismiss food and just drink protein because you want protein. And your body needs other things other than protein to be able to build muscle. If you don't have any carbs in your body, you're not gonna be able to build the muscle. Protein is a building block to build the muscle but you need workers without the workers you're not going to be able to build anything
0: yeah so the carbs are carbs and the fats are like they all work together yeah everything to build the muscle exactly so we agree on the fact that eating a good diet rich with a lot of types of protein and just a lot of types of macronutrients is like essential for muscle building but if you eat If you want to enhance maybe like the speed of your progress or your performance overall in the gym or maybe if you're a little bit more advanced, then there's something that your diet cannot give you. Like you have to probably be like I'm talking about creatine basically. Right. So creatine is naturally produced in your body. It's used for energy production and it's found in meats and fish. So You're saying that, oh, I'm eating, I'm getting enough creatine because I'm eating a lot of meat and fish. Technically, you are getting creatine, but you're not getting enough. Like, if you want to get the daily beneficial dosage of creatine, we'd have to eat around one kilogram of beef.
1: Yeah, you're nowhere close as as getting when you supplement it.
0: Exactly. So it's much easier to just eat the creatine instead of eating one kilogram of beef every day. You have to do it every day. Right. So, in this case, supplementing could be better. It is better. It is better. For
1: creating. For
0: creating, yeah. Yeah. For creating. And also, supplementing for someone who's maybe on a vegan diet, I think, would be better.
1: Yeah, I mean... Okay, so, if we want to talk about being in a vegan diet, uh, there's a lot of bad drip Mm -hmm. towards vegan people and the fact that they're not going to be able to build muscle because they don't have access to good protein. Well... That's not the case. If you're vegan, you absolutely can get all of the protein that you need and you can get all the essential amino acids that you need. You just have to be mindful of what you're eating a little more.
0: Yeah, you have to know um, what foods contain which amino acids, I think.
1: So the thing is, for example, grains are higher in methionine, but on the other hand, they're lower in lysine. And legumes are the opposite. Um, I don't really like eating rice with beans necessarily. But my favorite is tofu with pasta,
0: mm.
1: which is an amazing way to get your protein and your carbs together in the same meal.
0: Wait, can I just mention that some pastas, like the pasta I eat, has 13 grams of protein per 100 grams?
1: Yeah, exactly. The pasta is an amazing way to also add a little bit of protein. At the same time while you're getting your carbs in.
0: It's delicious. It's It's deliciously
1: smart. Yeah. Deliciously smart. It's it's worth mentioning, for example, tofu has the bioavailability around 60%. So if you eat a pack of tofu, I would say it has around 45 grams of protein. And you're going to get 60% of that. So you're going to get almost exactly the same amount of protein as someone eating a chicken breast. Hundred grams of chicken breast,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you don't need to be worried because chicken, chicken, I think also has like an availability around 80 percent.
0: But which one do people like more, tofu or chicken breast?
1: Well, if you're vegan, you you don't, don't really wanna. have an option. <laughs> yeah, you, you chose not to eat the chicken breast, yeah. and I love that.
0: Yeah, so, personally, we both have experience with a vegan diet. Yeah, and Bob right here is the proof that you can build muscle. On a vegan diet, somewhat yeah. vegan diet now, Some vegan diet at this now. point. So right now, we just talked about why you should be combining vegan foods. And that's basically to get in all the essential amino acids. So there's 20 amino acids. Nine of them are essential. Most of them are found in animal products. And if you're not consuming animal products, you can combine certain vegan or plant-based protein sources
1: exactly and i just want to add what we mean by essential or what everyone means by essential um so our body needs these amino acids to be able to live but the thing about essential ones is that we need to consume them from external sources we cannot make them on our own efficiently
0: yeah we can also drink them
1: we can also drink them. We can yeah, there, there, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of ways to <laughs> be able to receive the amino acids. But that's what essential means basically in yeah. this
0: in this case. Yeah. So there's EA supplements, so you have a powder base thingy of the nine a mix of the nine amino acids. Yeah. And there's also BCAAs, which are the 3 branch branched-chain amino acids. This is the leucine, isoleucine, and valine. Yeah. Um, a lot of people drink just the BCAA. A lot of people drink just the EAA. I, personally, in my opinion, think that it's a waste of time and money to be drinking just BCAA because you can get it in EAA and you can get it in food exactly I mean
1: I wouldn't I mean you can also get the protein from food exactly but like um, EAA is much of a better choice if you want to spend the money yeah just spend it on EAA
0: and if we're talking about application in working out like intra-workout some people say or it's well known that EAA is better for intra-workout than BCA. right and EAA specifically, if you, make, if you drink it with a carbohydrate, like Gatorade.
1: There's also a lot of bad rep towards EAA. Uh, a lot of people say that no whey protein is good. You don't need EAA. 100% you don't need EAA. You don't even need whey as long as you're getting the protein from your food sources. But what if you want to um, drink it or you don't have the time to eat? Or you don't have the appetite. I would say EAA is absolutely fine. If you want to drink EAA, be my guest. I also drink EAA, especially intra-workout. Uh, almost every day, I just drink EAA during mm. my workout. And there's not much of a difference between EAA and whey protein, if you want to look at it that way. They both get absorbed fast or very fast fast. Um, EAA will get absorbed much faster than whey protein because it's already broken down. It just goes doop, 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 and it gets absorbed. So if you're, if you're into a sport that needs a lot of endurance, if you're going to run for a very long time, EAA is a much better choice. But if you're working out, you don't necessarily need it. But it's absolutely fine to drink EAA. It's a little bit more expensive, but it does taste very different so if you're not into the milky taste of whey protein yeah. personally
0: I'm not I don't even drink whey protein be- because of that
1: yeah exactly and you can just drink yeah, yeah
0: yeah another supplement that I think some people could could benefit from I personally don't like it is pre-workout mm-hmm. I personally don't like it because the the caffeine gives me like anxiety I get too energized yeah. but in some people this benefits them. Like, for example, they haven't slept well or they didn't eat good. So that extra caffeine, like, pumps them through their workout.
1: I usually take it on the days that I feel like if I just go to the gym, I'm going to slack everything through and through. Mm -hmm. So I just take some pre-workout to be able to be energized enough to go through the workout without um, being insufficient. Yeah. But I would say... Taking pre-workout every single day is not gonna do good to you.
0: It's not. Your body is gonna get used to the caffeine, and then you're just gonna be drinking more and more and more caffeine, which is not good for your body. Is there anything else you want to say about uh, protein supplements?
1: Um, I mean, there's a lot to say, but I think it's a good time to change subjects Mm -hmm. for today. Okay, I Um, agree. Let's talk about where we can get our workout or gym information from that is reliable mm-hmm. and will do us some good.
0: Definitely. Um I before I started working out I would go on Instagram And that's where I would get like all of my workout inspo and I would follow these 5 minute workouts expecting to build a body that's taken someone 10 years to do. So let me just say that Instagram a lot of times is promising stuff or the people on Instagram are promising stuff that are completely unreasonable. And that's why today we're going to try to explain how you... Can not get your expectations raised so high and actually do a smarter workout or find a smarter workout that's going to set you on the right path.
1: Right. So I used to uh, use an app when I started working out. Because I was, okay, what is the easiest way to learn how to do the workouts? I did not know anything. I just knew how to do bicep curls. And that's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> so, I literally would go to the gym, do some biceps curls, and then I would just go on the treadmill. Yeah. And that's it. I, I mean, nothing happened. My arms just got a little bigger. Yeah. Which is very weird because only my biceps got bigger. <laughs> and your biceps are one of the most useless muscles in your whole body.
0: I wouldn't say that.
1: Okay, it depends on what you want to do with the arms, but yeah, I would <laughs> say so. Anyways, um, the thing about the apps is that usually the apps that come up when you search up gym or anything, like on, on Google Play or on Google like Play, on App Store, store? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're targeted towards a huge audience, and no one like no one cares. No one really checks the apps. The, yeah. the, the, it's overwhelming. You don't know what you're doing. The, no one cares about you. They just want to charge you. Exactly. So it's not the best place to start. It's not.
0: Actually, I would kind of disagree with that. Right. It's a good place to get familiarized or get used to working out. But then once you kind of realize that. I'm bored of this or maybe this isn't the right thing for me yeah i highly encourage you to go somewhere else like go to youtube or search something else up or start learning, start I, will, learning. I will start from youtube you would start immediately will, from yeah. youtube
1: when i started seeing the workouts on the the apps for example i was extremely overwhelmed i didn't know because they show you a big guy he's not talking and he's just doing the exercises. Mm-hmm. I did not know uh, what this machine. I would go look for the machine in the gym. Mm-hmm. And the machines are slightly different. So if you don't oh, know how they work, yeah. you cannot find the machine. Okay, so actually, let's, let's talk about this. I came up with a two-tier way to be able to get your information the easiest and the fastest.
0: On it's social a- media or in general?
1: I would say in general. Uh-huh. But we can target it towards the social media. So it's like this. If you're not shy (laughs) and you're okay with talking to people, um, I would say the best way to start your gym journey or whatever is to talk to someone you know that has been into the gym stuff for a while. Because they have been through all the mistakes and they know that they, they will tell you, they will recommend you different accounts, different YouTube channels, to be able to start your journey. Yeah. If you don't have anyone, you can just talk to the trainers. D- yeah, that they will charge you if you wanna like get a professional training session. But it's their passion. It's your. It's their life to work out. So they're gonna usually. Uh, Help you if you have any questions. I
0: think anyone who is really into fitness will gladly with their whole heart try to help someone who's asking for help.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely So do
0: not be afraid to ask for help for someone who's advanced.
1: Yeah. But on the other hand, if you are shy, like me, there's other ways for you to get your information. I would say the best way is to... Find accounts that are followed by people who are into the gym business. So, for example, if you go on Instagram, uh, or if you go on YouTube, and you see the comments, and the comments are by people who look like they're pro athletes, they're pro bodybuilders. You can see that, yeah, this dude is legit. Like, people who actually know what they're doing are following him. Yeah. So, you know that you can also trust that person. And also, I would say try to avoid any YouTube ads, any Facebook ads, any sort of ads that come your way. They usually just want your money. They don't care about you a single bit.
0: I would like to add that just because someone looks buff, strong, fit, or lean, that does not mean they know what they're doing.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 that's also important.
0: If you are looking for like a fun cardio or hit workout one time thing then it's perfect. Like whatever they post probably is perfect for you. But if you're looking for like building muscle or changing your lifestyle, you know, getting better habits, then maybe that's not the best person to learn from. Maybe it's a good like r- reminder to work out, you know. But a lot of times, specifically for me, and I feel like a lot of people who are insecure about themselves, I'm not saying that I'm insecure now, but before when I would see someone who looks really strong or is like super skinny or fit, like I would be like, oh my God, I will never be like them. So maybe don't follow those types of people. You know, you want to find someone who's realistic and reasonable and someone who just posts her ass all the time, maybe it's not the best option. I mean, all the power to... All the, yeah, yeah, great for you, but...
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really... De- because in any business, you, I mean, there's profit in anything. and mm-hmm. Whatever you're doing, you you most probably are looking for profit. Yeah. Now, it depends if the profit comes from your passion. Or you're just trying to get the profit, whatever it takes. Usually if you see influencers who are not certified in the fitness industry, that's where the profit is all they they, they care. And they don't necessarily want to harm you or they might even care about you. Yeah. But they don't know any other way because that's not their job. Their job is to, I don't even know.
0: Make money. Make money out of your ignorance, basically.
1: Yeah, because you don't word.
0: you don't know what what it, what they're selling is right.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: So you're gonna buy it because they're promising you this false illusion that one day you're gonna look like a great god. If you're looking for inspiration on Instagram, I highly suggest that you look for videos that explain the exercises, like they're saying why you're doing this. Yeah, and then you can learn yourself. Yeah, and if you learn yourself, you can learn how to identify. Which programs are good or which programs are bad? Or is this even beneficial for your goal?
1: It, after a while, becomes a sort of a hobby for you. I mean, I have never seen someone who got into the fitness realm of things and looked at it just as something they have to do or they should do. In the beginning, usually it starts as something that, yeah, to reach this goal, I'm going to work out. But after a while, you actually get into it. You see the benefits that you never thought about. And then it becomes much of a different task to learn about it because yeah. you're actually passionate.
0: Honestly, for me, like learning about fitness is fun. Yeah, like, it's for a, me too. It's fun and it's relaxing. And also because I want to have a career with this, it makes me feel proud to learn it. Like I feel like I'm being a better person a physiotherapist and personal trainer like i'm better prepared to serve the people that want to hire me or even those that don't hire me um one thing we forgot to mention i think this should be one of the first things you think about is having a goal in mind um if you know what kind of workouts you want to be doing or what you, how you how you want your body to change that can dictate to what types of workouts you're going to be doing. Like, if you want to be doing cardio, most of the stuff online is perfect. But if you want to build muscle, then I wouldn't wouldn't agree with that. A lot of them, and from what I've seen, don't meet the elements or the criteria of the exercises that build muscle. Like, they don't have the variety of, like, constant tension or
1: they don't follow the principles yeah they they don't follow. follow
0: the principles that you have to put stress on the muscle yeah you could build muscle with body weight exercises that's a completely different like thing what i'm trying to say like it's possible especially for beginners but if you've been working out and doing these workouts for over like three months then i think it's time that you upgrade Your exercise routine. Yeah. I would say it's
1: basically like trying to copyright someone's handwriting. Without knowing the alphabet.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So knowing the principles is very important. Especially if you don't have a trainer. So if you're using your online sources. Knowing the principles can give you a very big boost. Because you need to know the alphabet basically. To be able to learn any language. Yeah. And... After knowing the principles, uh, finding something that's fun for you is, I think, very important. Yeah. So maybe you're thinking about building muscle. There's an array of things you can do to build muscle. Maybe you like climbing. Maybe you like uh, competing. Uh, so for example, co- CrossFit could be good for you. Maybe you like being by yourself, being at the gym with no one around you. Maybe you like training with a partner. Maybe you like going with your friend. There's so many things you can do, but find something that's fun for you. And even in the specific thing you're doing, for example, if you're working out at the gym, find the exercises you like the most. For each muscle, there are a million exercises you can do. Yeah. So find the ones that are best for you and just focus on those
0: Definitely, in the You don't want to be... You don't want to be doing something you don't enjoy because it's not going to last.
1: A hundred percent.
0: You're going to be dreading the entire experience. You might even injure yourself because you're not paying attention to it. And once you injure yourself, you're going to develop a bad relationship with the entire exercise because like, you're going to think, oh, I did this. I got injured. I'm never going to exercise again because I hate it so much. Yeah. And the last thing I think which is useful to know is that don't be afraid to experiment with it like don't don't wait until tomorrow or don't wait until two months like just because you haven't found something that deems to be 100% correct or 100% scientific that doesn't mean that you don't have to try anything because the more times you try you develop a habit you start learning and the more likely you're going to sustain this healthy habit of moving which is the goal of exercise Yeah exactly We all
1: made, I made so many mistakes uh, Going to the gym I think all of us Make yeah. a lot of mistakes But we learn from them And as long as we're careful It's much better than Not doing anything exactly. at all
0: Exactly That's the whole point To yeah. just do something Yeah I think these were all the things we wanted to discuss hopefully you got some good ideas on how to start your fitness journey in case you haven't already or maybe if you want to learn something new within the fitness who to trust who to not trust but regardlessly, I hope you enjoyed the podcast we had a very fun time <laughs> a very fun and excruciating time um, trying to do this right right to be honest this is not our first time filming this this
1: is our fourth time (laughs) filming
0: yes to be fair though this is a different topic we filmed like multiple topics yeah but i'm very grateful that you decided to listen to this podcast makes me feel like we're worth something (laughs) and yeah Yeah, we want to help you we want to help help
1: our fellow muscle planters yeah
0: this is new This is the new addition to the podcast. If you can see it in the the YouTube video, but you can't see it in the Spotify or wherever you're listening. Yeah. Anyways.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I wish you a peaceful day and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you. Have a nice day.
1: Bye. Bye.